A new report says it would cost San Diego County about $1 billion to protect coastal property from sea level rise. The Center for Climate Integrity did its analysis by figuring out how much it would cost for the country to use seawalls to prevent sea level rise. While seawalls haven't been suggested as a solution to the problem locally, the report still shows the economic impact of climate change. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Deborah Brennan, you're a reporter in North County, and you cover environmental issues. And there was this report that came out a couple days ago, which basically said how much it would cost to build seawalls. When you explain, what are the big takeaways from this report? Okay, well, the report basically looked at the cost of defending the entire United States against sea level rise. Mm -hmm. And in order to calculate that, they measured the cost of building seawalls for every area, every developed area threatened by sea level rise. And the figure they came up with was over $400 billion for the U.S., $22 billion for California, and nearly a billion for San Diego County. Hmm. And can you explain, like, how seawalls work? Um, they're basically physical barriers that prevent the sea from eroding hillsides where you may have houses, roads, other infrastructure. Um, and so they use seawalls as, the way they put it, as a, a proxy in this case for starting to estimate the costs of what it would what it would require to protect coastal communities against sea level rise. But the seawalls themselves are really just the beginning and not necessarily even the best first step for protecting communities. Yeah, that's one thing that I found kind of surprising in reading your story of like, why choose this one potential solution to calculate this? Is it just to prove a point? I think they just wanted to start throwing out some dollar figures so people can start thinking about what the cost will be it's already risen eight inches over the last century, and it's projected to rise as much as three to six feet by the end of this century. And so they're saying we need to start thinking about the price tag for that. And I believe that seawalls were just a way that they could come up with a uniform dollar figure throughout the U.S. They looked at, they looked at GPS maps of communities down to small-scale grids, and then use a model to determine which areas were likely to be inundated. So that way they could uniformly look at what the cost would be for any area that was affected by it. But there's really many, many other costs that would be associated with protecting from sea level rise. Um, it could mean moving roads and infrastructure, mm-hmm. could be re-engineering sewage systems and stormwater systems, moving electrical grids. And so there's a lot more involved than simply building the wall. I think this was just a way of putting a dollar figure out there to start the conversation that they said needs to happen. Mm -hmm. And can you give me a lay of the land of how San Diego County leaders are kind of addressing this problem? Um, Each of the communities has to come up with a coastal plan. And so, Some of them have already completed that. Some of them are working on it now. Um, Most of them have rejected the idea of managed retreat, which Mm -hmm. would be um, abandoning some of the infrastructure and properties on the coast and moving inward. Um, So in those cases, they would have to look at ways to armor the coast to protect those properties if they don't plan to abandon them. But in California, that's a big policy sticking point because the Coastal Commission has flat out rejected many permits to 
build new seawalls or even rebuild existing ones that are damaged. Mm-hmm. And why is that the case? Uh, the Coastal Commission holds, and, and many scientists support this, that that seawalls are really only a temporary solution. They shore up the bluffs in the short term, but they prevent the kind of erosion that allows the beach to form over time. And so they're saying that in the long run, they actually hasten erosion. Mm-hmm. You're going to wind up with no shoreline at all if you rely on that exclusively. Mm-hmm. And then it would just be like a massive cliff eventually, I'd imagine, right? It would just be a big armored cliff, and eventually the sea would have its way with that. So ultimately, we have to look at other ways to deal with sea level rise and what it means for our coastline. And when you talk to Californians and uh, us in San Diego County about this issue, what was the response of looking at kind of this problem and assigning a dollar figure to it? Like, did people kind of agree with the findings? Um, we haven't really run it by local leaders yet, mm-hmm. um, so I'm not sure what their response is. Um, just from looking at the newsroom, it appeared to us that it was probably a lowball number. Mm-hmm. Um, a billion dollars to armor the entire San Diego co- coastline isn't that much. It, it could very well take more than that, and as the study acknowledged, seawalls, even if the state chooses to pursue them, or the cities choose to pursue them, are only one out of many steps they'll have to take to protect the coast. It's it's almost as if you were securing your property. You might look at your you know in, installing perimeter fencing, but also at a security system or your insurance coverage and your fire safety and, and a number of other things. Well, this is really just looking at the fencing. Mm. So so this is very much a low-end estimate of what it would cost to really deal with the eventual um, sea level rise that our community will face. Mm-hmm. And so what are some of the other alternatives that would go alongside seawalls in uh, preventing sea level rise? Well, some of the simpler things are sort of variations of seawalls. Um, revetments, which are kind of simpler structures to prevent uh, the beach from eroding. Uh, there are um, ways you can build up rock barriers along the beach that would kind of break the wave action. Um, you can also, the and San Diego has been doing this, also use sand replenishment to restore the beaches as they erode away. Um, so those are some of the things that, that can be done. Um, they're also expensive and have their own costs associated with them. And uh, when it comes to the time in which uh, San Diego County and the, all of the cities have to really a- attack this problem, do you think that this will be something that is uh, broadly funded by taxes, or, or would it be something in which people who live directly on the coast would have to deal with you know, the impacts of having part of their property d- destroyed? Well, in the case of private properties, it's almost certainly going to be individual homeowners because in the cases that have gone before the Coastal Commission and in, in at least one case before the state Supreme Court, the homeowners themselves were fighting to get permits that would allow them to maintain seawalls indefinitely on their properties at their own expense. And, and it would be millions of dollars in, in those cases at their out of their own pocket. Um, so. 
I haven't heard any discussion of cities or the state funding those kind of efforts. That's mm. considered part of private property maintenance. Uh, in cases, though, where they threaten public infrastructure like rail lines or roads, then um, there there is the possibility and you know maybe the necessity of public agencies stepping in. We we recently saw that uh, Tony Atkins secured six million to stabilize the Del Mar Bluffs where the the coaster line goes through, recognizing that that's an important uh, transportation feature that they need to preserve. Mm-hmm. And uh, after reading uh, this report and writing this story, what kind of follow-up questions popped up in your mind uh, when you continue uh, reporting on this subject? Um, I think we, I, what what popped into my mind then and what's been on my mind for a while is really what it will fully take to, to readjust our infrastructure and our land use planning to accommodate these rising seas. Because as we know, they're already increasing and they're not going to go down even if we radically alter our um, carbon consumption now the changes are already in the works that that switch is flipped and the seas will continue rising and we're going to have to deal with that and so I would be interested to see what it will really take to kind of re-engineer our whole coastal uh, urban structure to to manage that and avoid the kind of uh, damaging floods and destruction that could happen if we don't prepare for it. All right, Deborah Brennan, thank you so much. Okay, thanks. In other news, the County of San Diego has released a plan to invest in mental health care this week. This comes as Oceanside's Tri-City Medical Center has closed its psychiatric unit because it failed to keep up with standards. The plan calls for regional stabilization centers for both calls and walk-in service and more psychiatric beds countywide. Both County Supervisor Nathan Fletcher and Encinitas Assemblywoman Tasha Burner Horvath have traded barbs with Tri-City for not moving faster to reopen. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. You can also listen to The Conversation, her Ideas and Opinions podcast. Abby Hamblin and Luis Gomez interview newsmakers and experts about stories and issues in the news in San Diego. Look for it on your podcast app or go to uniontrip.com slash The Conversation. Until next time.